Welcome to the fourth edition of the Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by the cream of the crop of the Kofor League and Chris. Chris, how are you doing tonight? Sorry, were you saying something to me? I didn't really catch it after that slight. <laughs> Come on, Topher. You know, don't, I'm, don't, don't take it personally. Look, I'm doing I'm doing quite well. I just won another game, so based off old record, I'm two and one. That's a winning record. Don't hate it. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're two and one. I'm one and two. Who am I to talk? Yeah, seriously. I love you know. I, I had a, I had the strongest performance probably out there of anyone to get that win. It just meant a lot after coming right. off. You, Oh. Your team was, you know, first of all, first and foremost, you played, you had a, a real tough opponent this week. Really did. Really pushed you to the brink, and you had to show up, and you did, and you did. You know what? You did. So, I mean, that, for that, you deserve praise, and, uh, you know, good work this week. Thanks. So, I liken myself to the, the Cowboys-Falcons game. You know, Falcons had me, but I was just – too powerful in the offense. Came back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Falcons. No good. No. No, they're not. No good. No good. Nor are um, the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Nor are the Vikings. Big news today in uh, in the football realm related to COVID. Um, I don't know. Like, are they going to play this week, those two teams? Or is that just kind of – do they have to just have their bye weeks? It's flip-flopped if they'll play or not. I really hope they do play because the Titans play the Steelers, and if I lose my Steeler wide receiver, I got nobody to play this week. Well, enough of this chit-chat. Should we get into the fun facts of the day? Sure, fun facts of the day. So, Chris, I was reading this article today, and it was about uh, Japanese architects. So 16 of the most prominent architects in Japan. And, Corey, this story actually it's dedicated to you, our loyal listener. Um, it's called the Tokyo Toilet Project. So apparently, these sixteen, <laughs> these sixteen architects, right? They are working to design high-tech toilets to be installed in public parks across Tokyo. So what makes these toilets unique is that when no one is occupying them, they are they have see-through walls. So as you walk up to this toilet, you can just see right oh, in. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go in there and you lock the door and all of a sudden the walls become opaque and no one can see you do your business. Can't, can't wait till it malfunctions. And, and I love my favorite part about this article has got to be that it's a shout out to Corey, one of our favorite league members, and I'm sure he'll listen to this. Yeah, no, active, active listener. Um, and also, uh, you know, I think one thing I, I realized while reading that article is that these guys, these highly trained architects from Tokyo are really, you know, solving a problem that needed solving. You know, you oh, have like, yeah. if yeah, I go to the bathroom in a public park, you know, maybe let's say I'm using a, a porta potty. I, I can read whether or not someone's in there by looking at the little handle, but you know, that's just not cool enough. No. Um, so what this does, it's a real value add and it'll be, you know, a game changer in the Tokyo public park bathroom market. So, you know, look for that in the future. 
Well, looking forward to it. Yeah. So, what for, you uh, on tap tonight? Oh yeah. Well, this one's a uh, courtesy of our listeners. I actually got a a shout out, and I think it's from the the Twitter handle at Ross DeBrit. I'm not familiar, but I hope I said that right. But anyways, at Ross DeBrit. Oh, okay. What, yeah, I don't. I'm not familiar, but I can look into it. Yeah, he pointed out to me that I guess Vin Diesel is hitting the music game hard these days and just released his first single with uh, Kygo. So I guess, I don't know, there's not enough Fast and Furious movies in the pipeline. He had a little extra time and uh, uh, put together this banger with Kygo. And I'll play a little sample for everybody. And uh, yeah, uh, hopefully, we'd all love hopefully, to hear it. Yeah, hopefully gets everyone in the mood for a little vacation. Wow, isn't that just a great banger, Matt? Great banger, great banger. Rivals. I, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta say, it just gets you in that vacation mood, doesn't it? Oh hell yeah! Just like the Go Go's, man. Oh, just like them. And speaking of vacations, you know, shout out to all the league members. You know, I, Matt, and I have been throwing this idea around, but I have a buddy that he's he recently left, but he's he's basically been living in Hawaii for the past month and a half in an Airbnb with a bunch of buds, just chilling and working remote but enjoying the hawaii life and you know if anyone wants to if anyone wants to make a month-long excursion somewhere i think matt and i are both down so hit us up yeah i wish we had buds you know it would be really nice if we had you know buds that we could hang out with but it's just we're just so unlikable you know Um, unlikable and just busy with our podcast life right you know we spend so much time prepping and, uh, you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into the editing um, on your side and, uh, you know, me clicking the upload button um, weekly. Mm-hmm. So we're, ju- we're just very busy. So, you know, it really takes away the time tough that to we have. To, yeah, tough to make friends. It's a good way to but, sum up. But uh, Wes, at Wes, if you're, uh, if you're listening to this, Matt and I got big plans for Colorado. So send me a text or give me a call. I'll fill you in. Anyways, good stuff. That's all I got for the good fun transition. Fact. Should we? Should we uh, should I think we, move we head on? into the power rankings. We get to you know what people came to hear. Love I think that. We kick us off with number twelve. Number twelve. Yeah, I mean it's exciting. Number twelve because mm-hmm. I think as Wilmo's known, he's been number twelve for well last week, I guess, and bottom of the barrel week one. And we got a new bottom of the barrel with Wes. You know, Wes at number 12. I got, I got a great text message from him. So I got to read this exchange to you from playing in this week and just putting down the hammer on him. I said, quote, me, hey, quick question, Wes, shoot me. How did that ass whooping feel? Good stuff. It's good stuff. Love fantasy football. Did he respond? But, uh, yeah, he did. He responded with, I hate you. 
it's, so. it's, it's crazy to me that we can't make friends. You know, I just I don't know. get it. We're so nice. It's <laughs> so likable. <laughs> but, you know, Wes's team, on paper, when he was drafted, didn't look terrible. Granted, we, we ranked him at 11. So we, I guess we did think it was terrible. But Lamar right now, it, he sits behind, I think, Joe Burrow, even in uh, fancy points per game. Uh, and his team's kind of built around Lamar and uh, the tight end there, which I'm blanking Martin on. Mark. Yeah. And, uh, and his, potential running, his potential running backs are uh, with Mostert and Gurley are on par almost as bad as mine, which is saying something, and he doesn't really make it up on wide receiver. Granted, Michael Thomas has been injured, but even when he comes back, I just don't see much potential in this team going anywhere. So, Wes at 12. Indeed. All right, moving on to number 11. Number 11. A big jump this week for Mr. Wilmo. Congratulations. Out of the dumpster, or out of the bottom of the rankings and now with a a solid a solid performance great trade got tyler lockett this week and yeah, thank wait. you for that one chris I, I don't i don't mean to i don't mean to bark here but i think you know there was some initial gut reaction even on my side that said wow this was a terrible trade for wilmo but in hindsight you know i think he might have traded julio a bit just on the sticker name i think he could have gotten more for the julio name but you know Lockett's a stud and potentially the best offense in the league. Julio's banged up. Julio never gets touchdowns. So I don't I don't know if it was such a terrible trade for Wilma. Yeah, I mean, coming out of that trade, I thought he got the worst end of it. But, I mean, at least this week. And like we said last week, David disagreed. But Tyler Lockett, I'm a big fan. Um, yep. And I think Wilma, I mean, obviously Tyler Lockett went berserk. But he got nothing out of the quarterback spot. And he's got... George Kittle on the bench still. Yeah, could see some upside. They announced Adrian Peterson as a starter in Detroit today. So, you know, Wilmo, potentially better things to come. Got his first W. Uh, we can, we'll see if he uh, keeps it going. So with that, I'll turn it over to you for number 10. Number 10. Yeah, number 10, we got Corey, the architect. Um, ah, yes. He, You know, he hasn't trended – he started at eight in our rankings, then went to nine, then went to 11, but now back to 10. So he's kind of done the whole gamut between eight and 11. Uh, I don't really see too much upside here for Corey's team. Um, it's basically the same build as my team, i.e. not great running backs and very good wide receivers, except his running backs are worse than my running backs. His wide receivers are worse than my wide receivers. But he's got Kelsey, who will always get him points at the tight end above most anyone else's tight end and still got DK who's obviously a stud, but I just don't, there's just no, there's no league winner there or, or major difference maker granted a, a best score he's gotten in the past three weeks, breaking a hundred. So Corey at 10. Number nine. Coming in at number nine, we have the commish Ryan. Uh, you know, I think his team's decent. It, up and down. I see an up and down season for him coming. Dalvin Cook obviously is a, a great piece to have. He had a really good week and you could see that continuing, you know, if the Vikings, you know, one, are able to work through this COVID thing and two, just don't throw in the towel altogether based on how the season started. Uh, you know, I think the latter is probably the more likely scenario there. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, average team, I think if he gets big outputs by random players, he could get some, some good, good up weeks. Um, needs a little bit more stable play out of the quarterback and, uh, you know, he might be able to move up the ranks a little bit, but I see him being kind of middle of the pack as the season goes on, barring injury concerns and things of that nature. So with that, I turn it back to Chris to evaluate Chris. So at number eight, we got myself. And I think this is the second time in podcast history. I get to analyze myself. Strong quarterback. History, if I do say so myself. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, I had a huge week. podcast, not you. Okay. Well, anyways, I had, a, <laughs> I had a huge week over West, as we've already talked about. Scored 82. So, you know, pretty significant. In fact, second lowest score in the league. Not quite the lowest. And uh, I really think there's more to come there. I, I mean, I honestly like my team. I think I don't think I'm winning, like I keep saying. I don't think I'm, I'm, I don't think I'll make the playoffs, but I think I'll be potentially the first spot looking looking in at the playoffs this year. I've been battling injuries. I got more injuries to deal with here with Chris Godwin. Basically, all my receivers, my strength of my team has been out this entire time. But my running back position's looking up. I got uh, uh, Henderson now, and and, uh, and injured McKinnon. McKinnon, yeah, whatever. But Singletary is looking like an actual real running back here and clearly looks better than Moss. And I think I got two solid running backs. Bell's coming back and you know, the Jets are going to go through the roof at the, the, the remainder of the season. And my quarterback position, of course, I finally switched back to Cam and then Cam throws a dud for me. But if I just figure out the right quarterback to play, I'll be, I'll be sitting pretty, I think. Number seven. So moving on to number seven. That is Nick with a I would very surprise a surprise performance this week. I Shocking. think things yeah we were uh, we we're looking at that team. You know he trades for Julio. Julio can't play. He loses his stud in Christian McCaffrey for you know a couple weeks at least this week included, and out of nowhere he puts up is it the high, second highest point total in the league just behind. Uh, Ross. So, you know, Patrick Mahomes puts up 40, you know, he's not going to do that every week, but maybe, I mean, he can get, he's a, he's a 30 point a week kind of guy. The Rex Burkhead thing, kind of hilarious. Um, a really nice flex play by Nick. There some great foresight and Mike, and, and Mike Davis, solid performance as well. And I think that'll be a consistent number um in the interim while he waits for Christian McCaffrey to come back so we'll see what Nick does in the the weeks to come but uh great performance out of him this week uh real shocker and he's sitting here at two and one I don't know exactly how the points in our new system work but I gotta imagine he certainly got two this week so I, yeah I think he's uh sitting in a good spot so yep yep number six at number six, we got Eric. Uh, you know, Eric's got a good team overall, but it's mainly been led by Aaron Jones, Tyreek, and Kyler, which is not to knock that trio. Solid trio. Hunt has been a nice flex or RB2, depending on how you look at it. Mixon's been a complete total bust. But overall, I think he's he's got firepower there between Tyreek Jones and Kyler to win weeks. And the past uh, two weeks, he's scored over 100 with 100 
37 week two and 112 this week. So he's doing well. He's on a hot streak. I think it can continue. Uh, if you can get some better running back play out of that Mixon spot, I think he's got a real team here. Yeah, that's another one. Week one, everybody, well, everybody by, by everybody, I mean you and me. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Week one, we had Eric at seven. Then he dropped to 12, and then he stayed at seven. And now he's yeah, at seven. Yeah, I, I meant like after week one play. It's our second podcast. But well, when you, when you drop 60 points your first week. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying a, a very impressive turnaround thus far by uh, uh, Big Easy. Yep. Number five. No, look at that. Um, You know, I like where my team sits. Tough week this week. That's uh, that's for sure. Um, But that was a classic David and Matt matchup. I mean, if it doesn't come down to the wire like that, you know, it's like we didn't get our money's worth. And it's, it's honestly funny, like the way that, that game played out. There were times where it looked like, all right, David's going to win. All right, now I'm going to win. Now David's going to win again. Now going into Monday night, it was like, you know, if Harrison Butker could get his head out of his butt Your and actually kicker. make an extra, yeah, make some extra points. I, I think he missed that. He missed the long field goal. I wasn't watching until the very end, uh, but he missed a field goal and an extra point, which cost me the game by point eight. Four points coincidentally almost an identical total to what i beat david by <laughs> back in the day for the championship um comes but you know circle. comes full circle right a crushing blow um but kudos to david great start with that ndd you know um what's the jets quarterback name that's just absolute trash Sam darnold Sam Darnold screwed me over this week. That mother. Screwed um, the over. Yeah. Right. So you'll, in the weeks to come, I would see my team hopefully continuing to put up decent numbers. Derrick Henry and the Titans COVID thing. Hopefully that passes, I guess, and they're able to play. And I don't have to like take a bye week this week on him because that would be a tough insert of miles gaskin probably into my lineup turn it over to you for uh number four number four number four the guy that beat matt david um you know we had him at number four last week had him at number five week one generally been pretty consistent he had another carson scare here with a potential injury but looks like he he's going to be fine after a pretty dirty play um Again, solid running backs. I think as long as Connor stays healthy and Carson stays healthy, he's going to have solid running backs. Um, although nobody with, again, league-winning potential there. And then good, he's had good enough wide receivers to date. Obviously still his, his weakness. And Jonu Smith keeps just performing despite his name being Jonu Smith and being a Titan. Um, so good team. It's working. I don't know why it would stop working. I don't think it's got enough firepower to win the whole thing, but definitely a playoff team. And obviously good enough to beat Matt by 0.8. Yeah, good enough to beat oh, – 0.84, actually. Um, don't don't Please don't sell him short. Yeah. Yeah. No, David, I think, has got a solid team. And, yeah, he's he's got good potential for the future. He's a 
a definite playoff team, I would think. At this point. Number three. Number three, Will French. So, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast at length, right? Will French and his, his great running backs. And then they're all still healthy. Alvin Kamara went, you know, absolutely berserk for him uh, this week. Almost caught Wilmo out of nowhere. Had a whole quarter to do it. Couldn't quite finish it off after the Packers' pathetic attempt at tackling him on that 52-yard run that put Will just put Will back in position to almost win this game out of nowhere. But I think similar to what I've said in weeks past, great running backs, lacks a quarterback, lacks a receiver. I don't know who his tight end is. Uh, Hunter Henry. So he's, he's Thank good. you. Thank you. So decent tight end. But I think what really keeps me as the one who's pulling him down into this three spot this week, whereas Chris had him ranked higher, is just he's got great running backs. But when you have weeks where, like this, where Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs don't have great weeks and we don't really know how good those offenses are, he can have some down weeks such that it's hard for me to put him in the, you know, the number one or the number two spots like you've been doing for that reason. I mean, obviously you had Alvin Kamara who went nuts this week, but he also played a Packer team that in my many years of watching Packers has never known how to tackle. Um, so without that, he really would not have had a very impressive point hole this week, but again, Great running back. That's, that's great potential. Every, every, every team that's going to win is going to have one player that did better than normal, and you're trying to standardize that. Like, same comment on Nick. Patrick Mahomes is going get, to get 40, but we don't discount him because – Yeah, but we don't 40. put Nick at number two, whatever you okay. have. Yeah. yeah, but – well, now I will say, despite – I don't think your logic there of discounting what Kamara did, which he seems to do – almost every week at this point, bust out an 80-yard touchdown. I'm something. just saying, if you look at what's happened the first three weeks look, of the season, this team has not scored above 103 points. And this literally, that's 93. Why is this my number two you team? Dick, I would have said it. God. Wow. 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 Agree with what you're saying. I, I think that's a fair point is that, you know, I don't know why he doesn't have the firepower I keep saying about teams, but – he hasn't scored it, like you said, over 105. 103.9 is his highest, and that's not going to win it. He's been pretty consistent right around 100, but he needs a team that can score 110, 120, and that hasn't happened yet. So I, I think that's fair to not give him two or one because of that. Number two. Number two, we got Galen. Uh, uh, I think he was one last week. If you you were looking at Matt's rankings or two, my, if we are looking at my rankings, um, but, you know, again, just another bad beat. So this guy's got one win on the season, which is absolutely criminal, when he scored 130, 126, and 116. I don't know how that's happening, but, you know, fantasy is a cruel, a cruel, a cruel whatever the saying is. Yeah, she's a cruel temptress. Yes, thank you. Uh, and that's just kind of where the cookies crumbled for Galen. But he's got a good team. Russell and Ridley. Chocolate chips or uh, cookies? Oatmeal raisin? Uh, biscuits. He's got good biscuits. Oh, that, yeah, that, that was a good, good work there, Topher. That was that was a good transition. Biscuits do crumble. 
Anyway, my analysis, he's got Russell and he's got Ridley who have carried his team quite far. He's got solid running backs with Gordon and uh, um, Montgomery and I think uh, Hillary or however you say his name. And then and, and decent, decent wide receivers as well. So um, he's going places. He's been consistent. Hopefully the wins fall for him because he's just being robbed left and right every week. But um, a great team, and I don't know why Russell or Ridley will slow down for him. Number one. And number one, that brings us to you know, a guy that we, I think in our second episode of the podcast, following week one, we hit him pretty hard with a scathing review and called, you know, said that his team was back to normal in that it was underperforming. And He's already making In two straight weeks, this team has come out and put up very impressive totals. And for that reason, Ross has earned our number one spot, unanimous ranking. No sure. disagreements well done, there. Well yeah. done. Well done, indeed. Um, Josh Allen, been fantastic. Nick Chubb's been good. All of a sudden, Josh Robinson, or I don't know his first name. It starts with a J here. <laughs> What is it? Is it James? James Robinson. Killing it. Two weeks in a row. That Jacksonville backfield. Who knew? He spent a dollar on him. And Ross now, knew. Yeah. It's that uh, across the pond foresight, apparently. It's just like fashion. How the fashion comes from Europe. Apparently sleepers do, too. Who else is on this team? <laughs> I can't click into my, my browser won't let me click in, but I'm trying to remember who else he had that went off this week. Yeah, let, let me uh, help you out here. Let me pull it up. What's his name? It's another running back that's hot, really hot good. Tub. Oh, Eckler. Yeah. Eckler's on that team. You've got also. Eckler, he's good. got James Robinson, he's got Chubb, Amari yeah. Cooper, Kenny Galladay, who's now healthy. Yeah, Kenny Galladay looked good this week. I think his one weakness is tight end, Logan Thomas, I want to say, out of Washington. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Ross all of a sudden is looking good. Um, so let me know if you want to trade, Ross. I'm in the market. We'll see if it keeps it up in the weeks to come. Um, Josh Allen, That's a, I mean, it's it's very nice to have a quarterback that can just put up 30 for you seemingly every sure. week. And when he's getting this kind of production out of his running backs, it's going to be tough to stop that time machine. So... Good work, Ross. Congrats. You're number one. And that's our podcast for the week, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Chris, it's great talking to you tonight. Look forward to uh, speaking again next week when we come out with uh, week five rankings. Can't wait, Matt. Yeah. Good night, folks. The only way that I was hoping to be able to kind of regain my mojo, if you will, you know, get 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 my head back in the game was to listen to watch High School Musical 2. So I watched mm-hmm. High School Musical 1 over the weekend. High School Musical 2, I only watched part of it because I wanted to go to bed, but you know, a real a real letdown. Really? Not not good at all. <laughs> so far. So far. The songs, the arrangements have not been great. It's no high school musical one, I'll tell you that much.